Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. Okay, so do you remember in my very first couple episodes of the podcast, and I was talking about my, you know, past life healing and my journey of awakening and becoming. And I talked about this beautiful young woman that I met, Gabriella. She was at this retreat I went on and she ended up being my roommate and we just hit it off. And she has been such a big part of my journey. And we hadn't, we'd kind of, you know, we'd stay in touch on social media, but I hadn't like seen her face and like talked to her like one-on-one in a little bit. So we were scheduled to meet today, you know, for just to catch up. And I was like, you know what? I have a feeling this conversation is going to be really amazing. Why don't we just make it this week's podcast? So hello, Gabriella. Hello. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. I'm so (laughs) happy to have you here because you have, is your podcast still, your podcast is not still active, right? Um, no, I think I still have it. Like the episodes that I have done are up, but I haven't uploaded anything new in like a year. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been on your podcast before and, you know, shared kind of our story and all that stuff. But, um, I, I mean, you really have been such an integral part of, of, showing me things. Well, like when I was in the very beginning of uh, uh, figuring shit out, like (laughs) when I was like, what is my life? Who am I? What is happening? I mean, you literally were like a little angel placed in my life. And the fact that we were even roommates, you know, because they assigned Mm -hmm. roommates. And of course, thank you, Jesus, that, you know, when I were together and I literally, I just, we, we fell in love. And I mean, I know that there's a deep soul connection that we've done this life so many times together before, but I remember after that retreat, that was like in 2017 or 18. Yeah. yeah. Around that time. I think we were together both those retreats, but that second retreat is when we were roommates. Mm -hmm. And I scheduled a session with you because you do these amazing soul to soul sessions where Mm -hmm. you just tap into the ethers and I don't know, you'll have, I'll let you describe all that. (laughs) The way that you gained, I gained so much clarity even though it made no sense to me at all, but the way that things progressed, I was like, wow, like if we had not had that session and then several beyond that, um, I would have felt so lost. So you were the one that told me in that very first session, you're like, I don't know, Vaughn, it just feels like there's a past life that needs healing that, um, it's like a, 
you made, it's like you were the leader of this tribe, of this village, and you made a decision that made everyone die. And you have a lot of guilt that you really need to heal a past life. And I very specifically remember saying to myself, okay, sure. Yeah. I'll get right on that. And then I'm like, what the, like, how the hell do I heal a past life? And at the time I didn't even know if I believed in past lives. Like I was just like, what does that mean? And then fast forward, literally six months later, I'm in my breathwork healing training and certification. And I was literally in the middle of healing that exact same trauma. But if you had not set the stage, mm-hmm for that vision and that knowing that, that thing in my body that I, that put all the pieces together for me, I would have been so lost. Yeah. Like I would have been like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know. Yeah, like, what am I seeing? What am I feeling? I mean, I just think it's so profound this story because the way that you were placed in my life and then the progression of the yeses and the progression of the, how my soul was guiding me to heal that major, major, major trauma. Cause mm-hmm. I couldn't be who I am today. If I was still carrying around that load of guilt, yeah. you know, like you just can't, that is like the heaviest density energy that one can carry around. And I just think it's so important because this is how life works. People are placed into your life to guide you and to lead you and to awaken you to new truths. And then you get to take that information and move forward with it. So I am just, I really want to talk right now, like about you and those gifts that you have Mm -hmm. And because you're so young, like when I was with you, that was a long time ago. You were like, yeah. how, like really, how old are you now? So we'll figure I'm, that out. Yeah, I'm 27. So okay, I was I'm like about. 21 or 22. Like it was a while ago. Oh my God. So <laughs> here I am, a 45 year old woman being completely lost, leaning so deeply into this 21 year old angel that I just trusted with my heart. Uh, it just makes me emotional thinking about it. And <laughs> And, and just the role that you have played in my life. (laughs) So what is that being so young and being so awake and tuned in to your gifts? What was that like for you? Well, I feel like at first, you know, it wasn't this beautiful thing that we, you know, and probably everybody listening see it as, um, cause like I'll explain to my clients some, you know, we all usually come in turned on and pertains to our intuition. And over time, usually around the time of like school age, we shut it down because school is so structured, you know, and I'll use this example all the time. So if you've listened to me before, you might've heard me use this example of like, if you're drawing and you're wanting to color the dog purple instead of like brown. And the teacher says, no, you need to paint that a real life color. Little things like that even start to shut down the intuition um, and our like, you know, healing abilities, intuitive centers, whatever. Um, But for me, and so probably for a lot of people listening, um, whether you were really aware of it or not, I feel like we start to look back and we're like, oh, wow, yeah, that was my intuition. Or, oh, wow, you know, like we start to pin or like tie some things together. But for me, it never shut off like at all. It 
only got stronger as I continued to grow. Um, but at the time, like this wasn't um, something that was really accepted. I think there was, you know, John Edwards and Sylvia Brown, and that was really about it that were like mainstream. Um, so it was really, you know, scary and nobody really in my family could relate. Um, everybody was now looking back ties things together of their own intuition but you know at the time like I was in third grade you know I couldn't even I couldn't sleep by myself I remember I would make my mom sit on the bathroom toilet while I was in the shower because I was so afraid because I would see spirits I was I'd be outside and I remember I didn't know it was my grandfather because he passed away when my father was 21 I think um and we were literally throwing the football, I remember, and I saw this man sitting on the roof and I ran inside. Like the outdoors used to be at least my safe place because for whatever reason, confined spaces in the house were really what's like scared me because for whatever reason, that's when spirits usually came in. But then they started coming when I was outside and I ran inside freaking out because I was like super dramatic with it all. I'm never going outside again. Like there's a man watching us on the roof. And long story short, when my parents calmed me down, um, how I described this individual, like down to the fact that he was wearing a red hat. My dad had given him a red hat right before he passed away. And then the even crazier thing, and this is like what happens in my life. It's like these crazy scenarios that you just can't make up. Um, I think it was like, it wasn't even a week later. Me and my mom were going through my baby book for whatever reason. And I kid you not, um, his a picture of him like fell out when we opened it. And there was like no reason or way that would have like happened or should have happened type of thing. So like crazy things like that, just like again and again, I don't remember a lot of it now, but um, my grandfather, so my mom's father, he was oddly, you know, you wouldn't have necessarily thought, especially at that point, but he actually had a ton of John Edwards books. So he was always intrigued by um, spirituality, but he never, you know, probably realized you know his intuition and stuff but he always read them and my mom had then would read his those books um but he always would tell people uh, at like family gatherings he would even until recently um would tell these stories about how you would be at this family party and you would go up to this person and tell them so and so is here and they're saying this and like I don't remember but that was just life and I had this kind of back and forth where there was moments where I was like oh this is so cool probably because you know you feel um for those of you who do this work or you know who have had healing sessions or breathwork sessions with Vaughn or maybe even like intuitive sessions when you're in that space it does in a sense it just it feels magical it feels refreshing because I think it hits us deep down in our core like we know it's real like it's our truth so there was these moments where I'd feel safe and like love it and just like in a sense, I felt at home or whole, I don't know how to necessarily explain it, but then something would happen <laughs> where I'd see something like I remember being young and I remember I was like, just, I wouldn't, like I said, I didn't like going downstairs when it was dark. Like I had to have every light on and I was just starting to try to like overcome some of that. And sometimes I'm like, this is why, like, I swear the universe would <laughs> taunt me at times. Um, there was two scenarios. Like the one time I went into the kitchen to grab something that I forgot before bed. And I kid you not, the kitchen chair lifted and then went back down. 
Oh my goodness. And I, that terrified me. So yeah. I'm like, it was like shut down. And then I start opening back up and um, I played soccer at a premier level. And so like in high school, I wouldn't get home till like eight o'clock. So I remember sitting in the kitchen, the same kitchen table, chairs, whatever, looking down the hallway again. It was literally like I was in the same spot, um, except it wasn't the chair that this happened to this time. I was eating dinner. The hallway was dark and this like huge figure like I think it was like an angel or something was literally floating down the hallway at me and I just remember screaming and running into the living room because my mom was watching TV still and like things like that that would happen and then it would terrify me so I'd shut down again and I just wanted to be like this normal girl and to me this was weird to me this was like weird scary I'm the only person like this um so it definitely was a struggle for a very long time because I just wanted to be normal. I didn't want to, you know, not be able to sleep by myself. I thought that was embarrassing. Like all these different things. I was just really like ashamed. I just felt like super just like uncomfortable in a sense. Um, and then I got my mom, one of my best friends at the time, her and her mom, like her mom was like really into spirituality. And my mom would tell her these different things that were happening. I think it was like 12. And she recommended this woman that she went to, like had her house cleared, all that. Um, and she became my mentor. And she really, you know, helped me tremendously because there was finally somebody who didn't just think it was cool, like, or my mom and dad, like, believed me, my family believed me, but I didn't really have anybody who I could, like, relate with or say I'm feeling this and then be able to affirm, like, I feel those things too, you know, and give me advice. Um, so I started seeing her like once a month or every few months throughout middle school, high school. And it really helped um, feel more, I don't, I don't know, maybe normal, but just like kind of comfortable. And I think she really taught me to like ground my energy, you know, ground my energy, protect my energy. So I didn't have all these crazy things happening constantly anymore because I mean even to this day I don't want to see something like floating down the hallway at me so she really helped me like because I think what essentially it was was like how I would explain it was every door to my house essentially like meaning my energy field was open so any spirits could just kind of come on in because they knew I would be able to see them and feel them so it was like I was open all hours so she really helped me to kind of like shut that down, <laughs> you know, close the doors, like think of like a business, or I like to use a house as an example, like, at night, you most likely lock your doors. And it's not necessarily just because like, oh, my God, like, I don't want somebody to like, break, like come into my house. Like, mm-hmm. yes, of course, but it's more so from more of like a grounded sense of like, it's smart to lock the doors at night, yeah. because of that reason, you know, and so yeah. same thing with my energy, when she kind of would explain it in that way, it helped me not necessarily go about it in a fearful way, but more of an empowered way. And then everything really expanded when I went to college. Um, I So long story short, I was supposed to play division one soccer. And then I had multiple knee injuries that led to doctors telling me I couldn't play anymore. So it kind of like flipped my life, you know, upside down. And I felt like that was my normalcy. That was my identity. That was what I was really good at and what I worked my whole life for. Um, so I kind of had like an identity crisis going into college. I took up rowing because I didn't want to give up sports and like that label of being an athlete, you know, um, and our coach would have us meditate 
early in the mornings and it didn't really work for me at that point because it was literally like 4 35 in the morning and I was exhausted and we would do it outside so it was not comfortable it was cold and I was like more afraid of an animal coming out than anything um but after that I don't know I think I was in just such a low bad place and I remembered him saying oh it helps you know with anxiety with stress stuff like that so I was like okay let me try it and I think I had was reading um some sort of like spiritual book at that point too um because I would kind of dabble in you know reading some books like Long Island Medium and stuff like that but I just never really did much more with it and so I was following this script um in one of the books I was reading where it would have you first just I would set a timer for like a minute and first like it just imagine light flowing through your body and if you get distracted start back at the head and then as you make it through that then gold light every time your heart beats imagine it expanding more and more and so obviously over time it would build up and I think I got to a point where my timer was now let's say set at like 10 minutes and I would be done imagining the white light and then the golden light. And so I'd just be sitting there. And then all of a sudden, because I have very visual, um, so clairvoyant, I would just be going places, <laughs> you know, like, and I didn't know where I was going, but I would just go wherever my mind or my energy would take me. And I'd be seeing like different spirit guides or loved ones. I started getting messages. Like I'd be seeing um, my friends and family's loved ones who I didn't know. And it got to the point where I was like, okay, like, I don't know why, but like, I just have to tell you this. This is what was happening. I don't even know if it's right. Like it was just at a point where I was just like, I don't know what's happening. So like, I would just tell people and it ended up, you know, being right. Um, and then that really kind of, it took off and it led to me leaving college and starting my own. I started in mediumship and starting a medium business. I was still in college um, at that point because I didn't really want to give it up fully. But then, yeah, it just got to the point where I was too busy to like also be in class and then it evolved into so much more and then going to retreats like where we met and it's definitely been a very you know magical journey like life I feel like when you're really you know tapped it not even tapped in but just like open to you know possibilities and support from the spirit realm um, you really realize like how much support and how magical life can be. Um, but there was definitely a lot of lessons, you know, too. Like I feel like when I started my business, I got slammed with like so many lessons of like discernment and learning how to hold my energy and boundary. Like there was so much <laughs> at once that it was also like equally just exhausting. Like it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. It was right. a lot of lessons at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause the, the retreat that we met at, it was like a women's in, you know, entrepreneurial women's empowerment, you know, retreat where they're mm -hmm. teaching you how to be a, you know, spiritual entrepreneur and to build your business on all these big levels. And honestly, I, I, at that point I was still a very high functioning massage therapist. Like that's, yeah. that was my life, but I knew there was something else. And I was mm -hmm. like, I didn't understand what it was leading me to, you know, <laughs> now I do, but, yeah. um, you know, so I can, I just remember you being there and, and investing in some of their programs and things like that, that were, had to be so challenging for such a young woman that was trying to figure out exactly 
who she is and what she's trying to do in life and how she's trying to present herself and, and still tune into your gifts. And I mean, to be so connected in that way, um, it's almost like you can do anything with it. And that part is overwhelming, you know? Yeah. That's the part that you're like, well, there's so much I can do with it. Where do I go? What exactly what, which way do I turn? And, and so I just really, I have so much um, respect for you in the way that you were, you were just going all in. You're like, I don't know what this means and what is happening exactly, but this is my God-given gifts. Like, I know that this is a gift. I know that I'm here to serve on this level. So let me make a business out of it. How can I do this? And you, you know, that is, it's a lot. I mean, I, most of our listeners are, you know, all age ranges, but we're pretty, you know, I feel like we're all entrepreneurs that are trying to build a, a business and to serve on some level, you know, of how we are created and what that looks like and feels like. And, and I, one of the main reasons why I want to talk to you today is that transitional phase, you know, like when I met you, you know, you were building your, um, programs and your business and, um, you were, I mean, you were very busy. And then I feel like over the past year or so, like, I kind of missed seeing you a little bit on social media. Like I didn't see you as much sharing mm-hmm. about your, um, your groups and your one-on-one availables and all of your offers. And so I was like, what's up, what's up with Gabriella, you know? Yeah. So I would love to talk about what the past few years have been like for you, because we've all gone through such major transitions in our life right now, um, leading up to, you know, in 2023, I know was so transformational for everyone and so many people and moving forward in this new world that we are creating, because we literally are shifting into a new dimension. I mean, Mm -hmm it's happening. We are in this new dimension and frequency. So what has your, how have things changed for you and what's up? Yeah, no, totally. Um, and I think, you know, I have even with my business, right. Um, I, you know, I don't think everybody lives their lives this way, but it's just something I've always kind of done, which is funny because, um, I'm usually a very like, I don't want to say fully type A, but I'm a very, you know, practical person in a lot of ways. So it's kind of like almost like contradicts in a sense. Um, But like even, you know, first leaving, getting the nudge to like leave school, like I was never that kind of, you know, you would have never expected that from me. You would have never, even when I met you, you know, going on that retreat. Like my mom was like blown away that I would go because like I said, I, I took me years to even sleep by myself in my bedroom, let alone go on a retreat with a bunch of people that are probably for the most part, significantly older than me that I know nobody, um, travel by myself, you know, all of that. So, but like, it was just, I don't know, once this intuition stuff really kicked in, I would just go, um, same thing when mediumship, I started to kind of get pulled away more into intuitive readings, um, which like is what we've done together and like more group programs. And I still do all of that. Um, but I started feeling like 
It was September of 2022, I think. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, 2022. Um, it was. It's interesting because, like, I feel like from 2020 to 2022, it was, like, so much moving through me. Like, I was so aligned, like, busier than ever. And then all of a sudden it was, like, I don't know, not radio silence, but it was just kind of, like, best way I could explain it was it was like I got the messages out now what do I talk about you know like now what now what do I share like I don't know like I just feel like I'm sharing the same you know like it was an interesting feeling and I was like I know there's something more I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something creative I just don't know like what that looks like because I was so like at this point now like tunnel vision of it has to be in my spiritual business because this is what I've built and this is what I'm like doing this has been my whole life you know whatever and I just had this moment of surrender because it kind of felt like what I was doing or how my business was like at that point, um, like working and the ways it was working, the way the systems were set up. I just kind of felt like it was like almost like a dead end or it was really exerting a lot of energy in a way that I wasn't fully getting it probably back in return or balanced. Um, I was like, there's gotta be something. And I just remember I was literally sitting in my bed and I was just like writing it all down. I was like, I know like this isn't exactly like what I'm supposed to be doing or the life I'm supposed to be living. Like, I don't know. And it just got to this point where I just like totally just like surrendered writing it all. And I'm not always somebody, I try to journal and stuff, but I'm not somebody who tends to stay committed all the time to journaling. Um, But this was like one of those moments where I was like, I need to like write it all out. And then literally the next day, um, one of my best friends, his mom had contacted me and asked me to help um, stage um, a property that she was selling. Um, And it was like a huge property. It was like a 7,800 square foot, um, like farmhouse mansion. And so like a little background there was design was also always something I loved. And I did like for fun, my dad had all the house softwares and stuff because he was into all that. And like, when I was little elementary school, that's what I did for fun. Instead of, you know, playing with my dolls or whatever, um, I would design houses. Like I remember making a house with a playroom upstairs, which so it makes like no sense. Um, and it had a pool on it <laughs> and a swing set because <laughs> I would just like design and that's what I did for fun. Um, and I always did that. I would draw like ton- these houses with tons of little rooms and I would design it all, whatever. Um, so it was just something I always did for fun, but I was very tunnel vision that in order for me like my life purpose has to be in exactly this because this is like helping you know this huge awakening you know like it just like I was in a sense making that seem more important than other interests that I have um and it was like totally you know like an ego thing but literally the next day she had asked me it really got a lot of this like passion creative energy flowing again um and then that led to me doing design for a huge like luxury resort in Fiji um which I still have stuff there that will come in the future um and then like little side projects here or there um and so this has really been the last like yeah since the fall of 2022 um so it's kind of brought me to this point which like to me it is still like in all honesty like in all transparency it is like kind of still a weird place because I am still kind of just in like okay wherever you're supposed to you're like wherever I'm supposed to go I guess I'm going you know like I still have my spiritual business and I still am doing that but also I don't know like I said I hadn't felt for a long time as inspired to 
be like posting all the time and I'm not somebody who you know how like a business are always like you need to be posting every single day and And, like I've never been somebody who is just gonna post or do something just because you know that's business and that's what you're supposed to do um so yeah that's really gotten me to this point and so it's like I'm kind of now in a sense at a cross, like not necessarily a crossroads, but I I can see both paths playing out. And I'm like, okay, I think they intertwine at some point, but you know, it's just kind of like a, I'm going to like for a while, I was like, I have to choose. I have to choose. Like, what am I going to do? And now I've kind of just gotten to the point where I'm like, let them both happen. And Mm -hmm. like, why not both? Like, that's what I always experience, right? Like the um, third dimensional way of thinking is it's either this or that, where that like fifth, then beyond is like why not both like you get to have it all so I'm like okay and also for those of you listening like I feel like that was something I really had to work through where I was like well if I'm doing design you know how is that really helping people spiritually for like I was really holding on to this idea that I needed to like help support people on like an intuitive spiritual level in order to like really be helping and finally like what mentors have brought to me but also like what's come through and like meditations and stuff it's like you can incorporate spirituality into like anything you do like and I've always said that you know spirituality is a lifestyle it's not just like a one thing that you do like you meditate and that's that it should really ripple into everything and like in design for instance like there is so much like feng shui yes um which I like feng shui I like aspects of it but um also I feel like just your soul in general like everybody's soul is different so like for me some of the things in feng shui I just don't really vibe with like a lot of it's like light colors like neutrals where I do like I mean like the wall behind me is like a mauve like I like color you know and so like designing rooms and pertains to like the colors that like resonate with your soul or what you're wanting to bring into your life the layout you know like there's so much that goes into it that is also equally as spiritual it was just I was so kind of like that tunnel vision of it spirituality has to look like this you know and I think a lot of us get to that or are in that place in whatever area it might be like it has to be this way because this is what I've like you know seen or whatever and you know things that have happened in design for me um like these big like some of these things are really really big opportunities that I always knew like and as weird as this sounds like I always knew I was going to do big like I don't know it was just this deep knowing since I was a little girl like I remember being four and like just getting so anxious because like I didn't want people to know who I was like it was this weird feeling of like and at that point I was like oh I'm gonna be like an actress or something because you know because of that's what my mind went to and then it was soccer and I was really good at it so I was like oh it's gonna be from soccer and then it's like spirituality and like well that makes so much sense because it's been my whole life like it's got to be this way and it just felt not harder but like in a sense like harder than it should have been at times um and then this happened and it just like totally expanded in a way that I was like oh you know like that makes sense <laughs> like now right. it makes sense but I was holding on to like everything I was like even with soccer I was so attached to that identity that it was hard to move into this and then I was so attached to this identity that it was hard to like let myself dive into anything but that. So yeah, Uh, I don't know. (laughs) This is such a huge conversation because this is where we get so stuck is we hold on to these visions that, that, you know, have been placed within us with, you know, 
by God, you know, mm-hmm. like, but that doesn't mean it. That is like your forever thing. I know. I feel like in 2023, there were several moments where I really felt the collective was grieving past dreams. Like, like they had, you know, like, okay, this is what I am. I, you know, like myself included, it sounds like you too, you know, Mm -hmm. like where we had all these dreams and and we're like, okay, we got to work really hard because this is what we're building up to. This is the vision. This is what I can see for myself. And all of a sudden, like we're becoming these totally different versions of ourselves, And those dreams are just no longer aligned. Yeah. And, And to give ourselves permission to let those old dreams go because we've worked really hard for those dreams. So it's, and we put a lot of energy and time and money and investment into those dreams. And here we are now like, okay, well, if I'm supposed to be doing something completely different, the old way of thinking is I have to know exactly what I'm doing. I have to come up with a plan. And that is just not the way that we are moving into this new world. Like it, there's got to be flow and ease and, and non-structure. I mean, we've, we've had so much structure in our life. Like it's so conditioned and ingrained in us that that's actually the very thing that we are trying to break free of, but our, it, because it is so ingrained in us, our cellular being is like, no, we have to have the thing. What is your business? Your one focus, you know, like for me, you know, breath work, I'm like, okay, breath work is going to be my thing. And, and people are going to lay on the mat and I'm going to guide them through breathing. And then all of a sudden, like, that expanded into so much more of the somatic work and, and the embodiment work and, and just like, I'm like, I don't even know how to explain how it evolved so much, but now my biggest challenge is to surrender into the flow because my, my business, me, my brand, everything about me gets to be in flow gets to change because I'm going to be constantly changing and evolving. And when we can really, really, all right, can we all just sink into that knowing for a minute that we are constantly supposed to be evolving? And that can mean even from day to day, you know, of course, year to year, month to month, but even day to day, We get to change our minds. We get to do things differently. If it feels like that divine flow as it's moving through you, you know, like that's the energy of the divine that is moving through you, not the energy of your mind and the structure, which is what we are trying to release. So this is just so important. And, you know, you mentioned September of 22, and that was actually a huge, huge month for me as well. That is when I, I connected to the divine mother. Like I felt the divine mother enter my heart and expand my heart big time with unconditional love. And with that unconditional love that, that my body was receiving came more unconditional love. You know, like it gave me more grace for myself and for everything that I was doing. It took the pressure off because we put so much pressure on ourselves to try to have it all figured out. And and this is just not the way we are not meant to have it all figured out. We are supposed to be open and curious and 
um, exploratory. And just like you said, the minute, like literally the minute that you surrendered, because I'm assuming when you said things went kind of like still, like your business went a little stagnant. Yeah. Like you weren't maybe making the money that you were usually making and that like things like shifted a little bit and it just like you were having to work a little harder to make it happen. You know, honestly, it was weird. It was more so I had just launched this new program and it was amazing. Like, I feel like there was more people signed up than I ever had. And I think that was coming to an end. And I was kind of just feeling like an end. But it was interesting because then at the same time, then also without like pushing it, I got like multiple new like one-on-one -on -one, like coaching clients. So it was like, I don't know. It was a weird, like I knew it was a very weird place to be in because I knew there was a shift and I could feel like, cause I can feel the shift so much. Like, and I think most people can, you can feel something changing long before it actually changes. So I was feeling this shift. I think like very shortly after this program came through me, like while I was, you know, teaching it, I was like, okay, it was almost like, I don't want to say an ending. Cause it's definitely not an ending. There's definitely still stuff, you know, coming through and stuff like that. But I don't know. It was just almost like maybe this deep knowing of like, this is like, going to be something I one of the last like big programs I make for a while and that like and something else is going to come you know like that's kind of the feeling it was and then as time went on I think I did start to pull away my energy a little bit more where I was still working one-on-one -on -one with clients yeah. but um then things started to like slow but also there were there's still you know I wasn't putting my energy into it as much. Right. Like, still yeah, yeah. I mean, cause it's the same way, like when I was transitioning from massage mm -hmm. therapy into more of the energetics and yeah. I, I had no idea what that was going to look like, you mm -hmm. know, I was like, that's the only thing I've ever known is me as a massage <laughs> therapist working, you know, doing five to seven massages a day. Like if I'm not doing that, what that's am I not doing yeah. with myself. And, but it's like the energy was shifting. Like I knew there was something coming slowly, but surely, like I started saying no to more and more clients and then that yeah. created more space. And then, and it really has to do with the space, you know, creating mm -hmm. the openness in the space for the next level of your magic and abundance to, to move through. And at the same time, that is a transitional time. And yeah. that in itself is when the real work comes into play because you got to get out of your own way and allow that ease and flow and the gentleness of what your life is becoming to become that. Right. And that's and, hard because yeah. when you're in that place, it's like, you know, the fears and the uncertainties of change and like, well, what's it going to look like? You know, like our egos like to overanalyze things of like how is this gonna like pan out how is it gonna work you know like and you're still kind of holding on to some of that old identity you're still you're grieving some of that old identity you know so yeah it's not an easy place to be no it's really <laughs> not but I think that that is the the work you know that yeah. we're really supposed to be working towards that whereas mm -hmm. before we've been working towards something you know like a mm -hmm. tangible outcome and product. Mm -hmm. Whereas really it's the work is for the, the openness and the flow and the, the balance and the ease of life and letting it be, um, divine abundance. For sure. And I think, 
you know, even thinking about it now, like, I feel like that's a lot of what that, like, I mean, entire life, yes, but especially the last few years really taught me is it's more so about, you know, the journey and like your soul, like you becoming the fullest like aspect of your soul, whether that is like, you know, jobs that you're doing, or if it's healing, or if it's like expression, like in whatever way. And that's really so much more of like what we're doing here, rather than like the old way of just like, I'm working towards this monetary goal, or this title in my job, or this kind of how, you know, like, so much of our life has been geared towards the ego, where now it's like, the best way I can explain it is it's like before it was a very linear looking yeah. path where now it's as if we're this like book that like our energy field is like opening. So it's very much, I guess, if you were like, I'm sure you talk about this at times of like time not being this like linear thing. And it's kind of like breaking that down a little bit to this more like universal, like um, continuum of energy rather than it's just a straight path. And like, I was having this conversation with a friend the other day where she was um, talking about how she's um, kind of going back to something she used to do. And she's like, the, my fear is that I feel like I'm going backwards. And we were discussing, I was like, well, you're never going backwards. Like we're always moving. And what if like everything else you've done up until this point is just prepared you to get to this position, even though maybe yes, you were a teacher before and you kind of veered off for a little while it doesn't mean you're going back, you're going forward, or you're moving to this other like frequency. And who knows what's going to come of this? Like, you never know, like, how much higher, however you want to view it, um, in life, it's going to take you when we kind of release that fact of either I'm moving like backwards, or I'm moving advancing. But it's like, no, it's like, you're just yeah. going to that next Because in path. everything that we do, like we're learning through it. So right. if you were a teacher and then all of a sudden, you know, you leave being a teacher and then you want to go back, then that was you learning that you actually really enjoy being a teacher. And now you get to yeah. do it with a totally different energy and way and, and new opportunities. Exactly. And it's like a new school. It's a new set, you know, like all over the board, it's like new. And it's like, you don't know what's going to come from that. Like you were able to take the knowledge that you learned kind of doing your own thing and now bring that into this space. And, you know, maybe the school, cause she's very intuitive, very spiritual. It's like, maybe when you stopped, it was because the schooling system wasn't ready for the things that you are meant to bring in. And now you're starting to feel that maybe there's a shift coming where the schooling system will now be more accepting or ready of these more like mindful intuitive practices that she implements. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay. So I want to talk to you about the, you know, like really moving into this new, this fifth dimension energy where, you know, you're talking about the linear, which is so 3d, you know, so structured, we, we can open doors and we know what's behind them. And then we're moving into this new frequency where you had described it as a big open book. And I, I imagine it like we open doors and we have no idea what's behind there, but we trust yeah. to open the door and, and go beyond to see what's there. Yeah. So how do you see, like, because you're so in tune, like what, what are you feeling and seeing with the way things are moving and shaking out and like just moving forward in this way. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've, the interesting thing with a lot of my gifts is because I can see that highest timeline. There's been time, you know, like 2019, I was feeling these things. And I'm like, Oh, 
like it has to be coming like really, you know, like next year, you know, and some of the things, yes, but it's like the energy lines are there and we're feeling them. And like, so everybody listening to the podcast, I'm like, I'm sure you have felt these things or are living more like closely aligned to these like ways because you're kind of like the like way showers, like you're here to lead the, like the pack in a sense. Um, So it's, to me, it kind of feels like it's like the, we're breaking down those structured systems in a sense. Like I feel like, I think we're seeing this literally in the sense of like, even now, I feel like now more than ever, there's such a, um, you're seeing more people start to question, like, should I even go to college? Like, is that really going to help me? You know, like, so it's like, I think we had to get to the point with like using college as an example where it doesn't mean going to college is a bad thing or you shouldn't do it, but like how schools are now so, so, so expensive like so it's like things I think had to get so extreme to get people to kind of like take a step back and be like wait a minute is this actually even needed for me or can I create this life that I'm desiring or whatever without this degree or you know and like that's just as an example um so I think there's going to be a lot of that I think we're seeing a lot of people really kind of have those wake-ups and I think 2020 was a big start to that especially once we shifted into that Aquarian age energy um, for people to kind of really go through those dark nights of the soul, really do a lot of the shadow work, a lot of healing to kind of like snap out of, I like to say like almost like this like zombie-like functioning of just going through the motions. So I think we're going to see more of that, more people tapping into their spiritual selves um, to live more aligned to their soul and make decisions that might kind of go against the, you know, status quo of what, normalcy quote-unquote is in the world and really live from a more heart-centered place like I think we're already seeing that I mean I know when I started even my business um it was like 2017 2016 2017 um because it was before I found like Suzanne um and Cameo which was like the retreat for those of you listening to that we went on um so it's probably like 2016 there was like nobody yeah. <laughs> it was so hard to find um spiritual people um my mentor I loved but she was like late 60s you know so especially for me there was nobody my age um and on top of that when I did find people and it's nothing against this by any means but everybody was um I guess you could say that I would find like at these classes I'd go to of my mentors and stuff it was very stereotypical um hippie like people which is like great but for me I was like oh but like I do so you know sometimes like I try not to now like and I've definitely grown but like especially back then I was like 19 I'm like I like to go to McDonald's and you know like I like to do and like I felt like I was almost being more judged because it was like everything had to be this very strict structured like people would say to me literally like oh you don't look spiritual and I'm like what is that supposed to mean you know because I like clothes and fashion and makeup that like the stereotypical person at that point was like you know not what I looked like I guess (laughs) I don't know um but within just like really you know even going to that retreat around like 20 maybe 17 18 it was like I don't know it was like so many doors open for so many people and pertains Uh to spirituality and now I mean like I remember when my cousin was still in high school so she's a little younger so it was a few years ago like she wanted like asking like all of her friends wanted like crystal bracelets and so and I'm like seriously you know like they're asking like what kind of crystals they should get and like things like that like even a lot of my guy friends now will ask like 
oh, I'm going to be going to a job interview. Like, what should I do to prepare? And like, so like so many people are now, you just see it everywhere. Like you go into stores and crystals are being sold and people are talking about meditation and yoga. And now it's like more of a norm. So I think we're, and we're going to see more and more of that. And not because you go to yoga, it doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, that's what makes you spiritual. But I think it's just more this acceptance of this work and it leads into a lifestyle because I feel like if you're really committed to this like as you know um, and I'm sure everybody listening knows like it does change your life when you truly commit to that healing journey like you have really no other choice but to change things in your life because you change as a person Um, so I think we're just going to see people really shift more into like a heart centeredness I think there's going to be changes to you know systems that are outdated Um, but I also think some of that will take time like I used to think like oh like it's just gonna happen like yeah, really quickly you were like okay so it's happening. yeah yeah but it's gonna happen like, like next year and it's like no it I mean it could but also well, collectively it might take a little longer <laughs> yeah I, and I, I remember also in one of our sessions early on mm-hmm. you said you were like I see you and you were opening up a door and there's a thousands like so many people that are behind that door and mm-hmm. you peek around it and then you like Ooh, and you shut it really quick and you're like no 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 and I was like what in the world like what world is that where <laughs> I'm opening a door and there's thousands of people that want to work with me and that are waiting on me for you said there is something that you have that people are going to need and I was like what the because this was probably even still before my breath work training and I was like what in the world could I have you know that 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 thousands of people are going to need and you know I I think about that a lot because as my gifts evolve um like even just this morning in meditation I, I really God has been working through me really giving me a lot more messaging around and and it's scary for me because it it is me really opening up myself to let truly Holy Spirit move through me to, to speak words of healing that will go straight to the dense areas of someone's body and release it. And, and I'm like, well, that feels like a lot, you know, like, (laughs) you know, but like, I can't even envision that world where thousands of people gather together and, and Holy Spirit can speak through me to clear out the density just like that. Mm-hmm. But I know that it's coming, you know, like it's not, it's not like happening right now, but I know that it's coming. I can see that vision and you planted that, that vision, you know, six years ago. Yeah. Oh, and so now I am beginning to see the vision where it, 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 but that is scary for me to, mm-hmm. um, to even imagine, but I keep hearing God, like I feel God preparing me in a, in a bigger way than I've ever felt before, because I know that humanity is becoming more open, more evolved, more heart centered to, well, and as they're becoming more heart centered and more evolved, it's like, there's this, um, it's like, there's this energetic wad in their in their heart space that is like just that 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 little wad is the thing that I'm going to be able to speak to that will dissolve it in a moment. Mm, I and I I'm like, 
okay, like, I don't, I don't know what that means, but I'm here for it. Right. Like, mm -hmm. well, I, and I think that's so powerful because, um, I was actually having this conversation with a client yesterday or the day before, um, about like actually about breath work. Um, and we we're kind of like talking about breath work and, and then I was going into EFT and how like with tapping, like you might make a list, like I'd have people make a list of 50 things you want to tap through, but you're not probably going to tap through all 50 of those things because I like to describe it like a tree falling down. When a tree falls down, it usually takes down a few trees with it, right? Um, and I was saying that in that same sense of like, you don't have to sit through every single thing that's happened in your life to like work through it and heal it. And we were discussing how like in this new wave, there's going to be more of this, like what you're describing that you see yourself doing and like really feeling of like this, I don't want to say like, oh, we're spiritually bypassing because I think that's like a big thing right now. Um, it's like, you're not, you're bypassing, but it's also like, we don't need to like sit and harbor on every single thing that's happened to us. And for a lot of people, um, like when we were discussing, you know, like your past life, you don't even know you're carrying that. So sometimes it doesn't do you any good to like, you know, go back there. Sometimes, yes, that is needed to move forward. But like what you're saying, I really feel like is where a lot of this like um, world is moving towards or souls are moving towards where like that kind of healing is what's actually going to be like, that's what's needed. That's going to be of like such importance um, and so transformational. Yeah, um, which is like and it's really almost cool. like that unlocking will also, it will unlock you for your, to continue deeper right. healing because right now we're so like, if there's this wad in your heart space, you know, then that is keeping you from receiving that, that is mm -hmm. keeping you from opening up and living with a full open heart. Right. And so it's like, until you remove that wad, you can't even go deeper into your healing because there always will be that little block that is right yeah. there. So it's like, we have to be able to like go into there and it's like a key. It's almost like a twisting of, of mm -hmm. a key that just like unlocks it. It's like, I twist it boom, and it unlocks and then it just opens up. That's awesome. Yeah. And that like, totally. I feel like that's just so cool. And I think you're already probably doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I definitely am. And I do, I, yes, for sure. I am, but it's just funny how I know that it's, it can be done in larger groups, you know, it's yeah. to be done. Like it doesn't, it's I mean, one-on-one -on -one stuff is great, but I mean, what I know that I'm here to be working with more of the collective because yeah. the work is so profound and so quick. Like yeah. within five minutes, like just last week I was in front of a group and I was able to lead like 75 women through this. And it was like literally within five minutes of me standing up, giving my spiel and it's like, okay. And we just started. I mean, it was instantaneous that people were releasing and, re and letting go and, and I was like, wow. I mean, and before it would take me, you know, 30, 45 minutes for us to get into that place of release. Yeah. Now, I mean, it just keeps getting quicker and quicker and quicker. And the other day I was like, I really think that was the fastest that I've been able to lead that many women. So fast. So fast. I mean, it, but it's like the power of, I don't see, and this is where I like get in my own way. Cause I, 
I want to say, but that's the power of, of me, yeah. but that is the power of me because I yeah. am a vessel for a holy healing spirit to move through me. I have been, right. God has been preparing me for this moment in time so that I can be that vessel for fast transformation. For sure. And like, because that takes so much work, you know, for you to even be able to get to that point for you to allow, you know, and trust like your soul and trust in like God enough for you, you know, to be able to step out of your body to like allow that. And I think like, you're literally like shifting timelines, you know, like how they say like why humans a lot of times struggle with like patience and stuff. And that's a lesson we're learning is because when we're in our energetic form and we're in our light body, everything is instantaneous, you know? So it's like, you're like kind of like merging that and like really seeing, um, and showing all of these like amazing women how quickly and how like instantaneous this stuff can be. I think we sometimes as humans make things like way more difficult than it needs oh, to be. Just a little bit. So it's like, you're really showing people and opening that door by being that vessel. Like, and you're, you know, you're doing it. Like, I know it's like, they say like, Oh, you know, this is like God's work and you know, and it is, but it's also like you are that vessel. So it's okay for you, you know, or whoever's listening to like admit like, yeah, like I am doing this. Like I am great. You know, like it's okay yeah. for you to admit oh that because God. you've done the work and like you are that like vessel that's helping all these people heal. And like going off of like what you were saying about like the thousands of people. Um, I don't know. I just want to like say this quickly for you. Like something that was just coming through was like, and like, you don't realize you're already doing that because too, like, I mean, I have no doubt like you're going to be like, booking out stadiums someday you know but like also like think of the amount 75 women who are at that just as an example and I know you've done this like so many times now think about what they do now when they leave yeah now their energy is like in a totally different place so even just like walking down the street you know it's impacting people but then like how many of those women are now going out and like you know whatever that healing just did to help their like even generations back balance out or their family or the work that they're now doing in the world that then ripples into another, you know, 75 people, you know, like it's like, you're already doing that. Um, but it's only, you know, it's only going to continue that 75 pretty soon will be, you know, 150 and 300, 600, you know, like it'll just continue. (laughs) Yeah. It's so, it really is so fun to, you know, and this brings us back to the original conversation of being in flow and just, you know, like there's no way that I could have ever known that, that this even existed within me ever Mm -hmm. until it is existing. It would like, even me right now sitting here, I have no idea what exists in me this time next year. For sure. You know? And so that, Mm -hmm. that's really the main message that I always I'm like trying to express, like, we do not know what is in there and what is available and what is in the way. And to be able to allow all, all of it, you know, the releasing of the trauma that is there that you don't even know is there to be able to connect to the magic that you don't even know is there. For sure. And, you know, I think, that whole journey, like for me too, with like the whole design stuff that came in, I think it really opened my eyes up to that and like a different way of like, cause when you hear, you know, mainstream talk about like manifestation and stuff, it can sometimes be very, 
um, it's almost like closing you in and it, like, and you don't even realize it. Like, it's almost like putting you in a box when you don't have that. You're probably going into it with the attention of like abundance, freedom, whatever. But when we're so specific, it can really box us in because like, if in that moment of surrender, I was like really dead set on, but it has to be this way. It has to be in this capacity, that opportunity, you know, like that opportunity, I, that was not on my radar. It was something I always have loved and have done. But like, in my mind, I was like, well, it's just like for fun, you know, like, that's just what I do sometimes, like for friends and family in my own house, you know? Um, so it's like, we just have no idea. And that was literally like, that was one of those like cliche moments where like, you sometimes hear people say that and be like, literally the next day. And like, I'm not kidding <laughs> when I say that was literally the next day. I've never had something like that happen where it was literally the next day. It came in so unexpected. Um, but like that, that's the thing. It's like when we kind of just like surrender and like you have an idea, like, like what you're saying, like, I see these thousands of people and I see the, like, it's like, I'm unlocking that box or block, but we don't focus on like all the hows and the nitty gritties of it all. It's like, that's when it shows up, you know, like that's when it comes in. And I feel like it is kind of just that like lighthearted, you know, you're not attached to it. Like, oh, this is what I want to do. But I also don't know exactly if that's how it's going to show up. You know, like, I don't know how it's going to show up. But then it's like, that's when you kind of get into that like juicy place energetically where it comes in in bigger ways because usually the universe wants to bless you or God wants to bless you in bigger ways than you would have ever imagined. And that's why I like to say like, it's, I think I made a post about this the other day. It's either this or it's something better, you know, like really just getting into that mentality, like any, like, and I don't know why I feel called just for like everybody listening, like anytime like a door closes or you're told no, it's like, we tend to hold on to that of like, oh my God, failure, or, you know, now I'm lost, or now I don't know what, but if we can really start to harness that, like, really anchor that belief in it of like, okay, this was then, you know, this was saving me then, because there's something better, it's this or something better, so this door closed, or I was like denied, or whatever, because something better is going to come, but we're so used to like holding on to that past or who you were. And I know we were kind of talking about this before the recording of like, we hold on to these past identities. So like, if you held on to Vaughn in 2016, who was a massage therapist, like you wouldn't be where you are right now, you know? So it's like, we hold on to that of like, I'm doing something wrong if I let go of that or, you know, like we hold on to the past and it's like, yeah, but you are you now, like you last year might not have made this decision, but that's because you're also not that version of yourself anymore. And you shouldn't be just like with jobs, you know, like, I mean, I'm a firm believer. We shouldn't be expected to stay in a job for 50 years. It's like, you're totally different when you're 20 compared to when you're 60, you know? (laughs) And I keep feeling, I was listening to a podcast last night and she was talking about how, you know, moving into this new frequency of, of the fifth dimension and everything, I mean, it always, it sounds so crazy, but like literally our energy is shifting into a new dimension. So as collectively we are doing that in regards to, you know, how you were being called to design and to be, um, involved in more structure, you know, like that you never considered before, Mm -hmm. but in this new world, like we have, we're creating a new foundation of, of the way things get to be. And so to be, we're, we're, we, so we need the designers, we need the foundation, we need the, 
the spiritual mind and same thing with in corporate. I know so many women that are listening are also very still instilled in their corporate job and they feel frustrated and struck stuck. And, and I've always like, if you can just let corporate be your bitch and you be the spiritual <laughs> advisor within mm-hmm. your corporate job, that is that is the impact, you know, that's why you were in that job, because as we're creating the, you know, these corporations are evolving as well. And so we need these spiritual beings in there to, to be the change, to make the change, to create more change. And I just feel like so many people get stuck on that, but I'm not out there being a spiritual entrepreneur, you know, but no, we need you in the corporations or who are supporting the spiritual entrepreneurs. Totally. I love that you say that. Um, I think that's so important. And I mean, I've been seeing this a lot on social media and, you know, I feel like there's, you know, there's two sides to everything, right? Like there's always like that opposite side to it, but like, I've been seeing so much of like people saying like women working is kind of like not what women are supposed to be doing. Like the feminine energy is supposed to be at home or whatever. And like, yes, I think there's truth to that too, but going off of what you're saying is it's like, like, I don't know, so many videos that I'm seeing are kind of like insinuating that like, um, it's almost like society has tricked us into thinking we need to be these like business women or working in corporate when we are more of that caretaker nurturing energy, which yes, to an extent, but like also, if you go back to the beliefs of like, ancient civilizations, you know, like Atlantis, Lemuria, ancient Egypt, whatever, like if that, like, if you believe in that stuff, it is said that back then it was the women who they sought out for counsel for advice. Like the women were the ones. And like, I mean, I really believe it's a balance between like both the masculine and the feminine, but the the feminine is really, you know, that, yeah, that more intuitive nurturing. Like we've been living in a very wounded masculine and then which has led to a very wounded feminine. But like, I feel as though, you know, you're speaking to these women who are speaking to these women who are in that balanced place, who are in these corporate jobs, who are, yes, in these spiritual entrepreneur positions to bring this healing and transformation to these systems that if we weren't there, if that movement to like corporate life hadn't started, like the world would be a totally, you know, yeah. different, even more, more wounded masculine more place than it already is. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, this is the opportunity to bring that transformation. And I think, you know, that's something else that this kind of shift has taught me is you don't have to be um, like for me an intuitive or um, a breathwork teacher or a yoga teacher you know you don't have to be that like quote-unquote stereotypical spiritual title to be doing spiritual work because it's really a lifestyle right, you know because you are spirit so therefore right. you are spiritual all <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and it's like it's so important on all levels because I know I myself included like so many of my clients they feel like have had this struggle where they feel like if they don't leave their corporate and like start like an intuitive business or a spiritual business, they're not doing the like quote unquote right thing when like, yes, for some people that is the like quote unquote like right thing or whatever. But for a lot of people, that's not necessarily the case, you know, for a lot of people, you're meant to do this work in like, you know, where, you know, 
wherever you're working, you know, yeah, like wherever you're, whatever wherever capacity. You're at. Well, because, and it just goes back to the point of being like, you are the light when you are being in your light body, when you are accessing your, you know, your heart center and you are living in that place, then you're automatically sharing your light and your wisdom and everybody that you pass is impacted by you and your, your energy. And so just allowing your energy to, to be how you feel called for it to be, Mm -hmm. you know, like living in your divine birthright, you know, that is the very thing that is going to rise the collective energy and heal the world. A hundred percent. And I think, you know, that's like just, it's so important because like it reminds me of somebody who's like really close with me. And like, do I think that they will probably be in the position that they're at forever? Probably not. But like right now, that's like their job is a corporate job. And um, like, I feel like we're seeing this, yes, with younger generations and definitely the little souls that are coming in now. Um, but also these younger, what is it? Gen, Gen Z? Is that the youngest? Gen, like not youngest, but like the up and coming gener one of those generations and millennials too but i think like all like anyone who's like spiritually open you know is bringing this to the table where like he has seen like in his company like that he works for like so much heavy dense energy and like since him being there like the things he's even brought in or opportunities that have come for that company that weren't there before because they were so stuck in that like rigid mentality and like I mean I think for him it was a lot of work you know like it is energetically like taxing Mm -hmm. to like bring that shift but like you don't realize how much you're helping those people and that company you know like that whole rising area yeah Uh, exactly and also it's like doing grid work for your community for your Mm -hmm. town where you live you know like you're you're healing that that place where you are that land where you are and that's going to spread and then you know if we're really on a mission here to heal the world you know and to expand and evolve and create heaven on earth and you know, then that's exactly what it's going to take. Totally. It reminds me of, have you watched the Christmas movie? It's a wonderful life. Yeah. Okay. So that's like kind of what it reminds me of, you know, like I think we're really shifting into that and don't get me wrong. Like right now, like, you know, physical things are also like, that's how we live, you know, like you have to pay your bills, you know, like there's physical like aspects of things that are still very important, but he, you know, for those of you who haven't watched it, like he really thought he was like, in a sense, like a failure because he wasn't living up to what he thought success for himself was. And then when he like goes through this, where the angel comes, you know, and Clarence comes and like shows him like what life would be like if he hadn't been born and like how much, and I really have chills that I'm and having. Me too. Like, like, right. Like how much different people's lives would have been and how like, kind of like some of those people, how, much their lives would have shifted in a very negative way if it wasn't for little things that he did along the way that he didn't think were like these big deals, but really they were life-changing to so many people. And I feel like that's just something like we don't focus on or recognize within ourselves. Like think of all the stuff you've done just by like smiling at a stranger, just by holding the door for somebody. Like you don't know how that positively impacted somebody, let alone, you know, some of this like deeper work that 
a lot of you listening are probably doing, you know, like, absolutely. It's just, I think that's, you know, to go back to what you were discussing before, like, I really think that's where we're going is it's not as much about these monetary or awards, you know, like success in that way, but more so what you do to be like a good human, you know, Uh and to evolve on a soul level. And that's really what's so much more important. (laughs) Yeah. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That was so fun. Um, Wow. We covered a lot of territory Mm -hmm. with that conversation. (laughs) I knew that's what we would do. We would be like from here to there. So I'm so proud that I followed my intuition and press record. (laughs) <laughs> yes, this is so fun. Thank you. For oh, well, thank you for everything. So what um so what are you offering now these days? Mm-hmm. Because you are a magical beast and I just oh, so what are your offerings? Yeah. So I definitely will have some like design stuff in the works like and pertains to kind of like, you know, um more incorporating more of like a soul up like I've been kind of playing around with some things of like what do you want to bring into your home what do you want to you know like asking more of things like that to bring something in so that's not fully you know that isn't fully here yet there's like stuff that will come through eventually um but in the meantime I am still offering my intuitive guidance sessions so those are like sessions that Vaughn has had in the past and those like really we see you know my goal or my job like what my strength is is to see that highest timeline for you and to help bring that you know into fruition so like Vaughn was saying like there were certain things that I said that she's like what the heck is she talking about because it could be you know a few years down the line um but my job is to bring forth the different things that maybe need to be healed um the messages, it could be past lives, it could be, you know, spirit guides, like whatever it might be that is needed in order for you to get to that point, um, that fullest expression of self. Um, so I still offer, I offer those hour and 30 minute sessions. Um, and then I have my spiritual membership, which um, is probably one of like my most populated places right now. So that's like, it's really an online platform that's filled with like everything needed on your spiritual journey. So that would be meditations, EFT sequences, digital trainings on things like uh, angels and the universal laws and auras, you know, like all of that stuff. Um, And then we do calls each month. So we have our group channelings, which are a big one, which is like a group setting and quick little channeled messages come through for you. Um, We do those twice a month, but as it continues to grow, it'll probably you know, grow more, um, more frequently. And then we do group energy healings once a month and intuition building calls, which is like calls that we are doing different tools. Sometimes we'll have, um, themes like for instance, there was a time where we were doing like strictly like for like, you know, three or four months in a row, we were focusing on auras and aura drawings. Right now we've been focusing on the different clairs. So like we did like a clairvoyant call and tools for that. Um, this month, cause we have a call on Monday, it's going to be about, clairsentience which is feeling so that is helping you to really practice and use your intuition in like real time um so those are fun too so those are like my two big places right now instagram which um is gabriella d thomas um and then i just recently created um a free community. So I was on Facebook for a while, but I don't know. I just don't really vibe with Facebook. So I had deleted that. But then what that meant was it deleted like my Facebook group too. Um, So it's through Kajabi, which is what I use for my membership. 
Um, and it's just like a free little community where there'll be times where I'll do like meditations here or there. Um, or I might do like a quick channeled message for the group. I have some challenges going right now. So like a a 14 day meditation challenge. And you can just say like everyday log, like I did it today. And it's supposed to be a place for you to connect with people. So that's still something that's like building that I really just like figured out that I could do on Kajabi. So that was fun to really realize that. So I can kind of get that group going just for, you know, that community to connect with other people. Um, And that is also linked in my Instagram bio. Um, And I'll make sure I'll put all the the links and fun things in in the bio and all that good stuff. Yeah. So those are my big ones. And I mean, in person, which I'm sure most people who are listening um, aren't probably like close to where I am, but like I, I do also like Reiki trainings and stuff. So like I have a Reiki training coming up on the 11th. And where exactly are you located? Um, like Saratoga, New York. So it's like upstate New York, Saratoga Springs area. Yep. So that's like, those are like fun in person things. Um, but so yeah, if anybody is local, I do have Reiki trainings that I do kind of sporadically. Like when people are asking for them, I will do them. And then, yeah, like I just did a Reiki three back in December or advanced Reiki. And now I had some clients wanting to do a Reiki one. So we're going to be doing that in February. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think there's definitely some upstate New York people yeah. around. So awesome. for sure. well, that's <laughs> It's been so fun to connect with you and I just love you to pieces and I'm so grateful to you and the role that you have played in my life and journey. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm sending you so much luck and I hope I get to like see you in person. I know. I know. I really need to, I really want to get to one of your in-person retreats. I wish I lived like right down the road from you. Literally. All right. Well, I love you and thanks for your time today. Thank you. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram, so come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.